Welcome to Nine Point Started With A Dream Podcast. Our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey. Here's your host, Jacoby Gillum. Thais, the question that I ask everyone that comes on is, when you were younger as an athlete, what was like your biggest dream or goal you wanted to achieve? Uh, I think like generally I wanted to have so many doors open as I could for my future so that I actually have the chance to choose later what I really want to do and still have all the doors open. So that was kind of like my main goal. And uh, I I always took uh, every day as a single one and working hard for what I was doing in that day, not really looking forward to something, but uh, just like doing what I had to do. Like every day was a challenge. Okay, awesome. So for you, did you, did you, did you kind of start playing volleyball or did you kind of play other sports as well? Or So uh, I started the first time we, uh, I started volleyball, I was uh, seven years old. Uh, I did like two practice or even just one. And then I was like, no, I was crying. No, I don't like it. The girls are mean and things like that. And then I started again, like I was four years later and it was a new group uh, and uh, the coach was really tough, but uh, I really liked it like Italian style, really technical. And that's how I started. Like other sport, I was like, not really interested in other sport in the beginning. Like my sister used to do gymnastic, but it was for me, no, I'm scared of everything. <laughs> so where'd you grow up originally? Like in Ticino is the Swiss Italian part of Switzerland uh, in a little village. And then I started playing for a club uh, that was in the main city, Bellinzona. What about volleyball kind of, kind of drove you towards that sport? Uh, so there was like this cartoon in at the TV, Milan Chiro, that it was like the hit at those times when I was younger. So every time after school, I was watching that. I was 30 minutes and that's how I started. I was watching Milan Chiro and then I was going to practice. So that was a little bit the motivation I got. And then some friends playing also volleyball and yeah. And then it's just happened like in the beginning, I keep working and started to be good playing always with the um, older players and and that kind of happened I have to tell like that I could improve and yeah. it was not planned <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't planned I remember like in our in our on um our little survey you said like like the power of choice yeah so like the power of choice so for you when you started kind of getting good at volleyball did, you, did your mind start thinking about, you know, like Swiss national team or going pro or, did, or still just kind of just having fun and just seeing where the door opened? No, it was exactly this thing of door open. I, in the beginning, I never thought about volleyball becoming like my job, like my life, actually. Uh, I was just playing, having fun. And of course, I'm a kind of person I want to get better. It's most about myself, not about the others. So that kind of mentality pushed me through the younger years. And then at some point I got uh, in the regional selection and then in the national team selection, like the junior team. But at the moment, uh, it's a little bit the thematic, like uh, powerful choice because till I was 18, I didn't really had the choice. 
I was good and I was just getting in stronger teams like, oh, you're good, let's play with the older one. Oh, you're good, let's play there. So I kind of didn't have the, con that the control on my own life. I, for me, it was like, oh, I want to be good at school. I, I want a job because here in Switzerland, like, you don't make money with sport. <laughs> you make money having an actual job. Um, and that's why I, at uh, 18 years old, I had to finish my high school degree. And I kind of like break down. I was like frustrated, depressed, and I stopped playing. I stopped playing. And uh, for one and a half year, I wasn't playing volleyball. I started university in the German part of Switzerland. And that's when I actually choose to play volleyball again. And and there is when my career actually really one year after the other get better and better because I choose to be there. It wasn't like you were forced to be there and then it was like you, you wanted to be there. It was like, like I had this one and a half year like break from sport. Like I try other sports. I enjoyed the life as a student, you know, like I went to parties after school, you have time to actually study. Uh, to see friends, to have our social social life. But then I started to go in this um, pra volleyball practice with just for fun. And people were like, no, no, you can just be here for fun. And, and I was like, yeah, actually, I kind of miss the level, the competing. And that's why they told, I come try to our team. And I was like, yeah, I feel ready to do that. And with the mentality of the Swiss-German part, I started having more fun about volleyball. It was not just being there because you're good, but being there because I wanted to be there. I was enjoying being there. So, so, that, that, so, that, so, that, so you said you had a, a year off that you were like depressed. Was that, was that depression kind of drove from volleyball and just being in, so involved? Or was it just like other stuff that kind of led to it? I feel like it was uh, a little bit everything. The fact that I had uh, so much with volleyball and uh, like practices, and then I have to prepare my exams for the high school to conclude. And it was so important for me. Uh, then other stuff on the side, like family, friends, boyfriends, and things like that, it all kind of came together that I was so tired of like my life of not being able to choose and I start to get like uh, arriving to the gym and being just sad, you know, like no reason, but you just sad. And then when I told, okay, I have to change something. I want to take control. And that's why I stopped. And, and it was a, like, I stopped and then it was kind of finding myself, finding what I like. Uh, uh, it was this process of finally choosing and how to invest my time because before it was kind of like running from practice to studying to school and uh, having the little time for the friends. Yeah. So in that year, I kind of like could do everything I couldn't the years before. Yeah, so it's almost like you kind of got a chance to be, to, you, you got a chance to figure out who. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so, when, so when you did that, what do you enjoy? Like, what do you enjoy outside of volleyball? Uh, so I really like to have the actual time to study, like 
really taking the time, like uh, finish my lessons and go home or go in the library and being there till the evening, like no pressure, I have to run to practice. And also like the social life, but being spontaneous and be like, oh, let's go drink something after school and be like, yeah, fine, I have time. (laughs) Usually it was like, no, I can't, I have a game. Oh, I have practice. And that year it was just like, yeah, I can do that. The only thing was like, no, I have to study, but I was free and I was, I started living alone, it was like all a new experience. So, so when you, so when, so when you got to choose, choose volleyball, and you got to say, "I want to enjoy the sport again." What, what, what was that now? What, what, what was it? What was it feeling like now that you're playing? You know, now you're in in university playing. Like, was it now? Like, I want to make make it make this make this a career now now, or was it still just kind of for fun and just seeing where things go? Like when I restarted playing, I was like, I want to have fun. I want to do it because I want fun. And then I played kind of like two seasons. And uh, then the national team coach saw me playing and he asked me if I want to play in the higher level. So if I wanted to try to be pro. And I was like, why not? When I was younger, I, I actually had already the chance, but... I was like, no, I have family, I have to finish school. And right now with the university, I can also like move, but still study, study. like I can organize that, I can manage that. And that's how I did my first uh, pro season. Like um, I was studying in Zurich and playing in Basel are like two main cities in Switzerland. And it was tough switching to the professional where you have to deliver. I always tell like, if it's a job, you have to deliver everything else. It's on the side. Uh, but it was cool. Like it was a live lessons. I think in every job they expect on something from you and you're actually paid to do something. But the thing that I choose to be there, I choose to take that challenge. It helped me through the diff- different, like uh, difficult first year. You're 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 humble because it's like if because because not 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 everyone can, can take a year off and then they come back and, and and they're getting called by 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 the national team to come play with them. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know, like as a junior, like okay, I was good, like in my like position, specific position, I was good, but for me it was like no, I, I don't want to be like a pro, like practicing so much and no having another life. But then when I got the chance again, I was like, okay, something is on. Like you don't get to have two times this chance and I'm going to regret it the, all my life if I don't take it this time. And it's one year. I can try one year. And that's why I reflect so much about it. And it was a big step. But I was like, I can always go back to finish, like to study full time and and then it happened. I worked hard this first year and I got uh, selected in the national team. Uh, of course, not as a starting in the beginning, but that's how it go, like step by step. Step by step. So like in Switzerland, is it, is, is there's like a lot of, a lot of like, like young girls have the dream of play, playing pro sports? Is that kind of like a, like a dream of most people or is it just kind of more career-based? 
So uh, in volleyball, I think uh, till few years ago, it was really hard to find a volleyball player, like a younger girl that was like, I want to be pro because it was not so supported as a Swiss player. Uh, the clubs don't pay you really good. Like uh, it's more like a sacrifice or you playing because you are committed to the sport. You like it, but not because of the money or because I don't know, for other reason. Like if you play actually what you earn in one month of volleyball, you will earn it like maybe in one week of working with an actual job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, so I think it wasn't in the, like, it's a dream, I think for a few girls, but it wasn't really, it wasn't realistic. And now since a few years, we have already two Swiss girls that took the step and went to play abroad. And now I see more girls like being like, I want to try that too. Uh, the federation also did some like new programs, uh, regional centers and things like that. So it's more realistic. Like you can try to be pro. So in a way you were, you were kind of like a, a, an example of, of what's possible for, you know, younger girls. I feel, I feel, yeah. Like I didn't took this, uh, take the step to go abroad. Like as a player, I always play uh, like in Switzerland, in the NLA, the first uh, like higher division, but I did it like half pro. Like I continued my studies, but at the end it's first place volleyball and second place your studies because volleyball define your life. Like if you have practice, you cannot miss practice because you have to study. It's the other way around. But I think it can be that me and the other girls of this national team group of this year, we were like the pioneer that we show it's possible. It's like you can play the higher level and still have a life, like still continue to study and still have result in sport. Like it's possible. <laughs> and, and so, so it's almost like if if you were able to I guess like kind of talk to your younger self that wanted like to quit, you know, or I guess kind of kind of pause after that after high school, it's almost like you're kind of showing that younger person, that younger person, that young, the younger self of you, that you can enjoy life and play volleyball and have a social life and everything. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I think I will told a little me like do exactly what you did because you could like try everything like the both sides but on the other way i can also tell you can do that girl like you you don't have to be afraid like the younger me was kind of like no no way to be a professional like doesn't make sense but right now i could tell yes you can like you could have done this step even before of course maybe the structure was not the same like in those years right now it's easier but i feel like yeah it will it will be simpler right now like to tell you can do that than before that's awesome that's kind of like the cool cool journey you got so far so so right now so how many how, how many seasons have you, have you so how many seasons have you played pro so far so uh Wait, three, four, 
I'm going to have my eighth season. Eighth, eighth season. And then how many seasons with the national team? Same. Same. It's my eighth year. Yeah. You're legit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, wait, I have to calculate. Bye bye. Yeah, quite. Yeah. Like I, my first season on uh, like NLA was in 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so have you, so getting your experience, European Cups, right? European Championships, any, any Olympics yet? So Olympic, no chance for Switzerland, like in volleyball. Like we far away of that. Well, you, you say far away. What, like, could it be possible for you, for you all to get a team prepared maybe, like maybe in the next four years? Possible? No. No, like, because um, in volleyball, it's already really hard to qualify for the Olympics uh, for European teams, because the places are like, not so, like, there are not so many and the teams in Europe are a lot, you know, a lot of nations. And second way, you have like the world ranking and that's a long process to get the points to be part of the first teams. So um, I feel like, maybe 20 or more years it will it could be a talk but yeah i think it's have to happen so much still to be there and like i said earlier though it's it's possible it can be possible like let's see i feel like everything is like can can happen like maybe you got like a really group of talented girls and uh, working hard and uh, I feel like if every year you got good results, you can grow up in this ranking, and who knows? Yeah, that's cool. So, so, so where you're at now, you're 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 pro, right? So, so what's what's like your motivation now? Like, like what's your what, like how do you how do you how do you, how do you motivate yourself to keep wanting to go to the gym or to keep getting better? Like I don't know. I always had this idea. Um, I don't know. Now I'm 29 years old and I feel like, I don't know how many years I will still play in the league or like pro. Uh, and for me, it's more like, so uh, I got to participate to my second European championship and that's already historic for Switzerland. Like there are not so many, like actually we are less players that have this as a Swiss. And for me, it's like having so much experience as I can, like, for me that I can share with the younger players. I, I will really like to be a coach. Uh, I'm already doing the necessary for this, like every year, like some new degree and things like that. But I feel like I want to get as many um, like memories and uh, experience from what I'm doing so that the next players have already like one base from where to start and I can pass them to them. So what's been your favorite experience so far as a, as a, as a, as a, as a player? I feel uh, one of the first is for a, like, it's simple, but for example, that your body, it's what you like, you need in your job. Like that's the first thing. So you have to take care of it. When you're younger, I feel like it's okay if you sleep less or you don't eat that good, like who cares? Like you already happen like to even go drink something and the next day you have to compete. Like 
I think there are a bunch of people there <laughs> done that. And you're still able to do that. Like, actually, you can even have a great game. But I feel going with the years, you kind of feel like after like a five sets game, the next day I'm done. Like, like no more. Yeah, like your body is like, I have to recovery. And even maybe two days later, you're still like, kind of like, oh, I feel kind of tired. And there, of course, there is a mental part also that helps. And the second point is exactly how important is that your head is good. Yeah. I feel like that's so important to keep playing. Uh, it's not just about your body that it keep healthy, but you also need to have your head healthy because uh, you have to, you have pressure, you have bad days, you have good days and uh, you need to handle it. But like, if you're a professional, even more people expect from you. There are not people telling you, oh, the poor girl, she's tired. Like, no, you, you have to. So, so what, what, what helps you now, you know, after being your experienced pro to kind of keep your head, your head straight and get your head on, your head good? What helps you? Um, so actually, routine at some point. Like I like this quote, like motivation uh, get you started, but routine is what keep you going. Yeah. I feel that sometimes you're so used to it that you're just going through, you just go to practice, you know what you have to do. And of course, if you're motivated, it's that extra, but sometimes you, you just need to do that. And the second thing it's maybe to accept like the bad days and the good days. You cannot always be on your under percent. Of course you want to, but that's something that helps me to think about it. Like do your best every day, but it doesn't mean it's gonna be like perfect. I, I had um, a friend tell me, she's like a, a sports psychologist and she was saying on the synth, like she was saying that you can't be 100% every, every game. No, you can't be hundred percent. It's not realistic to be hundred percent every day. So it's like, how do you how do you give your your best effort that that you can give at that moment? Yeah, yeah. I think of of course, like every day and every game, you want to be top. Like everybody wants to play good, and of course, you want to win and everything. Uh, what my coach, like the one I had uh, on my first season on NLA, he told is like the challenge is to have a level that even when you have a bad day, your level is still enough. Like it's still good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have a line, but you put that line so high with practicing hard and that at the end, people won't even notice when you go just on the line because that line is already good. And that's been constant. That's like one of my goals every season. I feel like I want to be const more constant every year. Like that the bad games are really less. I don't know, we have 40 games in a year that maybe the bad games are every year less. That, that's good. That's real good. I'm gonna quote that for for the podcast. <laughs> like it's, it's like it's like it's just like with life, right? You know, it's like you know, life happens. You know, there's 
the good days, the bad days, you know, the days where you don't feel like doing, you know, cooking, right? Or X, Y, yeah. relationships and all that other stuff. And it's like, how do you have that, that bar? So even that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think this really helped. Like, I don't know, like, it's like a goal. I don't know. I really like NBA, for example. And if I saw the guys playing, I feel like sometimes... I don't know. I really like to watch Steph Curry. Like, and I'm like, if he had a bad game for many players, it's not even a bad game. Another player will have, you know, for another player, what he's doing on a bad game will be already a good game because I feel like his level, it's so high already. That Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like setting, setting your standard. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so now you're, so, so, so earlier you said, you know, when you were like in university, you know, you, you kind of wanted to study, you want to time to study. So now that you're a pro, you know, you're out of school where you're, you're coaching stuff. Um, what, what do you like to do outside of the game? What, what like, what, what like your hobby? What, what do you, what do you enjoy doing? Your art, do you write or? You know? uh, so I'm actually still studying. Like okay. I'm doing this uh, on the side of volleyball. I'm finishing my master degree right now. Okay. And, um, and I started last year uh, with the COVID. I actually put in my head, I want to start work. And so I started working uh, 60% pensum. And now I went down to 40 because I told myself, I don't know how long I'm going to play. And I want some experience that I can put like on my curriculum vita. So like... Yeah that I have everything like you never know what's going to happen and I feel like COVID make it even more clear and uh, that was kind of like my new goal that I have in the past year. So what are you studying for your master's? Uh, European studies. Okay. Uh, I'm actually uh, uh, I study history and now like the main subjects are in my master are history and uh, international law. Hope so, to finish <laughs> soon. So, so, so I gotta go on, on that COVID, uh, on that COVID factor, right? So, yeah. so, so when, so when COVID hit, where, where were you? Were you, were you, were you in, were you in season, or were you season almost over, or? Um. So you mean right now, or? I'm um, like, 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 like 2020. Were, were you like, like, like when COVID kind of, kind of really shut things down for, for a lot of like. Okay. Were you in season or are you like out of season already or? Uh, we were uh, in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. Um, we kind of like were playing like the quarterfinals. And uh, we actually had really like uh, tough games. Like me and the captain of the team, like we both were uh, for the, it was a best of three game series. We were kind of like sick a little bit. And you start, yeah, you started to hear also about COVID. So it was a little bit strange. You're like, oh, you think we got it, but it's so far away. Like it's not here in Switzerland. And, and then one week later, they shut down like everything. It was like no season anymore. And it kind of happened from nothing. So we didn't have the chance to play anymore. Um, it was quite short since the beginning that, okay, the season it's done. And um, 
I was like, my family still live in the Italian region and I'm living in the German speaking part uh, in an apartment from the club actually. And I spent the, the lockdown here, like in the apartment. I kept myself busy, uh, like practicing alone at home. Uh, I learned to cook, okay. <laughs> try to do some yoga, try new things. Like I feel like the internet gave us so many things. What, what your go-to meal? Uh, I start cooking a lot of vegetables. Okay. And try new things like new flavors and uh, different stuff. Like I was like, so I gonna be ready for after. Who knows? Like if I have a family like that, yeah. <laughs> I, I need to know how it goes. But there we go. Desserts and things because I don't really enjoy cooking. <laughs> and, uh, and there it was the good moment to be like, okay, it's fine. It's not that bad. At least, at least I can I can do it if I have to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but right now, like I start cooking really like much more after COVID. Like, and that period helped me to know, like how to cook, what to cook, what my body needs. Uh, I did also like the uh, we say fasting in English, like yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. I tried that too yeah for one month and it was good like I feel like I try new things that during the season you won't try because you don't know the effects on your body so the power of choice yeah <laughs> that's it that was good when you, when you wrote that then that was, that, was a good, that was a good little title for your story yeah yeah no like I don't know power of choice I think it's really important I feel like everything in life if you choose that it make like much easier like in everything for example already dating i don't know like if you choose to be with somebody you choose to go through the problems with that person you already think about it about the consequences like and if you don't choose you're just there it's going to be much harder after because you don't have the control of the situation that's true like, like, I feel everything like I don't know even if you I don't know if you eat something you don't have to like you choose you go you know the consequences but you choose like it's like if you know if you if you, if you know you have a a a, a 9 a.m game right but but you want to go party that that Friday night right yeah you no know, like the next day for the game you may be a little hurt you know right yeah yeah, I feel like that, that's, yeah, that's the power of choice. Like, actually, it's you that take a decision and you have to handle the consequences after that. And if you think you can handle the consequences, choose that. Like, yeah. I'm like that. Yeah. So, 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 so now you, so you see, you kind of, you kind of planning for the future. So if you, so what, so if you can give your perfect future, right, and say, you know, the day you say you're, you're done playing volleyball, Right. What, 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 what would it look like for, for you? Oh, that's a great question. Um, mm. Actually, I don't see just one way. Like, okay. again, this thing over the many doors, I still feel I have still few doors open and I, my life can like, I don't know which door is going to be, but maybe I'm going to be a coach, like, as professional coach maybe i gonna 
follow more the direction of my studies and work in that direction. Like, uh, maybe I can still decide to be, I don't know, have a family and be a full time mom. Like who knows? I just feel for me, the most important thing, it's like, I'm happy with what I'm doing now. Like, of course my past and what I'm trying to achieve right now. So that I, when I look back, um, I'm fine. I did that. I, and what come next is going to be the next chapter. Like, yeah, so you're you're you kind of you kind of open to where things are going. Yeah, like- yeah. I feel I don't know if you plan too much. It's good to have plans, but I think uh, you get to be disappointed sometimes. You can, of course, if you have a goal, you can work. It's easier maybe to work hard for it because you see that in front of you. But the other way around. I like to have many things in front of me. And so that if I switch my mind on the last second, I still can do the other thing, like, and still be happy. Like, and then it's being happy with uh, what's life bring it to you. I love that, I love that. I feel like like for you, like, how you said earlier, you know, you, you, you are driven by your happiness. And like, yeah. like, 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 like you, you do what makes you happy. And that's what like your, like one of your deciding factors. Yeah, yeah I feel it's, I feel like it's the main point in, in life, you know, like, and people get happy in many different ways. Like one can, like, for example, I have one of my best friends, she's really happy, uh, she's doing a PhD. And she loved to do her PhD and to invest all her time in this, but she's happy. That's good. Like, I feel like, of course, like life quality change depending what you choose, like what you're doing. But again, if you choose to do that, for example, you choose, I don't know, to do a job where you don't earn so much, but you like, I'm happy doing that job. I don't need to earn so much to be happy. That's fine. You choose it. You, you're happy with that. Man, the power of choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. It just makes it makes me think just like about my life, right? Like how I have the power of choice to to do anything anything I want in the world, or or not, not to do something in the world, right? And and it's like, and it's okay because if I want to do something, that's the goal, right? Or excellent. yeah, yeah. No, and of course, not everybody gets to choose. That's probably the, the bad thing. Like, not everybody can choose. But at the end, like, you not may have all the choices and you have to work to have those doors open, you know, to have those possibilities. You have to work for that. And of course, different person will have different doors open, different choices to make. So, so let me ask you this then. So, so say there's a girl right now in Switzerland, right? And, and she, she feels that she's struggling with, with the power of choice between studies and, and volleyball. Yeah. What, what, what would be like your advice to her? Why don't do both? Yeah. 
Okay. It's harder. It will be harder. Like I can tell you, it's harder to do both. I did it. Like I spent weeks, like when I was in my bachelor and still already playing, uh, I had weeks where I was sleeping five hours, four hours because I had to write a paper and the next time I still had a game and I knew I had to play good. Like, but both were so important for me and uh, you kind of find out what's working for you. Of course, right now with 29, I cannot sleep five hours and play, but I feel like you can find a solution. And if you really want to do both, you can do it. You, you find and a way. You find a way, yeah, you find a way. Maybe you will give up something else. Maybe you won't have the time to, I don't know, to go party or to have a drink or whatever, you know? But at the end, it's again, you, if you want both, you have to take something out because you have 24 hours in a day. At the end, it's that. And you have to choose how to invest them. So I've never been to Switzerland. So what's, what's it like? Um, really like small, like you can reach every part of the country traveling around three or four hours. Oh, wow with the train or with the car more or less so it's you really like i don't know being a volleyball player you get to know people from all the regions so it's you took a train uh, i can go from one main city to the other and spend the afternoon with somebody and go back for the evening um everything like everything most of the team are organized quite strict um Live, it's quite expensive. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but the rest is, I feel like I'm happy to be here. Like, it's a nice country. You have a lot of benefits. You pay a lot, but at the end, that's what you pay for. Like, if you want to, I don't know, to, if, to want, if you want to have some standards, life standards, that's, that's the consequence. Mm. But a lot of nature and everything a little bit mountains, lakes. So, so, so your family, how, how, how have they enjoyed your, 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 your journey and your career? Um, so, uh, of course, they kind of miss that I'm not home so, so many times a year. But um, my mom became a really fan of volleyball. The, like she she's an athlete but she really enjoyed watching my games she started watching international games and like that and uh, she kind of liked that I can do that that I get to be somebody to be different like you know like not just common people having like uh, study work the normal routine it's like a special life yeah um my dad, uh, he's not here anymore. Uh, like uh, he died a few years ago, but he was like kind of really proud because he was a soccer player. He had the chance to play high level, but his head wasn't like so good. Like he kind of like was more in social life. <laughs> and so he was really nice because uh, actually he died one year after I started this path of being professional, but he was like, do that. I never got the chance why not try it and so he was kind of proud me of trying that 
It's like it's almost like it's almost like he kind he kind of lived his dream through you. Yeah, yeah. Like I never felt, for example, that pressure. Yeah. Because sometimes you kind of feel the pressure of your parents, like you have to live my dream for me. But I feel like he regretted a little bit not having like a better head, you know, to put the job into like yeah. work hard for that. And I feel like he always saw me like I can work for that. And that's why I can even try that and reach that. That's awesome. That's that's awesome. So that's almost it's just cool to kind of see how it was like full circle for him. And I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet he was so proud to be like my daughter's on the this on the national team. You know? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's a little bit sad and dark, but um, so I played my first summer with the national team was in 2015 mm-hmm. with the major national team. And we had some official like friendly match and he came to watch it and he actually took pictures and uh, he was like, oh, I saw the first game on my daughter with the national team like uh, dress. I'm so proud. And that day I remember he telling me, oh, now I can even die happily because I saw that moment. And what? it's crazy because like that happened in... I think June or July and he died in September. So it was kind of like, he knew I have the feeling, you know, like. I knew. That's, 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 that's inspiring though, right? It's like, it's just, uh, just I, don't know, I don't know how to put it in words, but it's almost like, like the impact you, you made through, you know, make, making your choice. Yeah. Right? Like it's kind of cool how our choice, how our choices can kind of impact others, you know. To yeah, yeah, you touch many people during your life. I feel like everybody touched so many people. You can have such a big impact on everybody, even little things, you know. Like just maybe the right sentence in the right moment can change what the people a person will do from. Of her, of her life, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. you can be an inspiration, or you, it can also be negative, like both way, you know. But so for you, so for you, you, you try to be, you try to be an inspiration. Like yeah, I, I would like to be remembered, you know. Like it does, it doesn't need to be big what I do, you know. But maybe the little things gonna be in the mind of somebody or a little girl, you know. And maybe that's one just one person in my lifetime I gonna touch and they gonna have an impact. That that's enough. Like. And well, I'll I'll say this: you you inspired me, and I'm here. I'm here in Arizona, United States, right? And I know when when this airs out, it's gonna reach you know people in the U.S. and the Switzerland, and the people you know. All across the world, and they're gonna. I think they're gonna hear your story, and think about having a choice. You know, like you know, and like the choice to to be whoever you want to be. You know, and I think that's not. You don't. You don't have to be just an athlete. You have to be just a student or just a career. You can. You can do it all. You know, if you if you want it bad enough, or you want that choice. So yeah, the props to you. Yeah, you you put my words like you, you say my words even better. I, I like that. 
no, don't, no, I'll tell you. I did not. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. My English is not that good. Like, it's still like sometimes hard to really put out what you have in your mind. You know what I mean? So, so do listen, right? So, that's a good point. You know, so say there's, you know, a kid in, in Switzerland that doesn't, that doesn't speak English. Can you, like, yeah. can you say something to them, like, about, you know, the power of choice in German or, or, or the language? Uh, I can say it on Italian, if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Italian, that's even better. Uh, la forza delle tue scelte. <laughs> hey, the power of choice in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool well it's been great talking with you guys and like 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 really like really in my head right now i'm thinking about choice all day now i think i'm going and like <laughs> me it's like 6 a.m here in the, in the u.s yeah so my day just getting started so yeah, that's really early <laughs> hey hey i you know i have a choice though like sleep in or, yeah. or talk to you and i was like yeah, I, want, I, I want this interview let's, let's make it happen <laughs> You yeah, know? that's the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> you got that. So, so yeah. like, no, it was really great to get to know you. Like, I didn't hear a lot about like your story, just the introduction. But, um, what are you doing? I, I, I really think it's great. Like, that's a good yeah. job. Hey, they, hey, you know, if we can all, we can all, we can all inspire each other, right? Yeah. So, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll love your help to help share more swift athlete stories you know yeah. like to share more men and women so that way you all can you know can represent your your country and show other young athletes in your country like hey this is all possible mm-hmm. you know, I, I would love your help and love you no know, no who else I should, who else i should interview you know that yeah. made there are people that you know I'm like hey let's share your story you know? yeah. yeah of course i can do that yeah Cool. And also, I want to, if it's possible, I'll, can I get a jersey? Yeah, you can have it. What? Okay. Get, yeah. get like a national team jersey? And... Yes, I have. I, I still, they, we switched this year the jersey. I think I can, like, yeah, get one for you. Okay. I'll, and I'll pay for the shipping and all the other stuff. We'll figure it out. But yeah. It's okay. No okay. <laughs> yeah, you just need to send me your address so you can write it. And... Okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Black question for you. So any things you want to plug right now? Social media, website, people can kind of follow your journey more. Uh like I'm quite active on Instagram, but like I'm like everything if it's possible, like to share and reach more people, of course, like why not? <laughs> okay. yeah. what, what, what's your handle? What's your what's your what's your Instagram? Uh tie the party. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the one funny name they gave me at the, that year when I had the, like, no volleyball. They <laughs> changed my uh, last name on the party instead of the party. <laughs> hey, it, it works though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Party. That's good awesome. remind. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, it's been great talking with you. I'll let you enjoy the rest of your day, you know, whether you're studying or I look forward to seeing you coach one day. Yeah, yeah, I hope. I hope. And I hope I can do good on that. Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Point Started With a Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. 
You can find more athlete-driven content at nonpoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one opportunity away. Peace.